Let's Talk Home Repair is sponsored by Matriarchy Build, who provide tele-DIY services connecting homeowners to vetted pros for one-on-one video consultations. Visit matriarchybuild.com to get guidance on projects as small as a leaky faucet or as big as a home remodel. You can even book a session with Amy themselves. Visit www.matriarchybuild.com. Tele-DIY. Like telehealth? Yeah. Cool. I know. Hi, I'm Amy, general contractor. And I'm Alicia, homeowner. And we're talking home home repair. repair. Today we have a special guest. You've been asking. You've been wanting. (laughs) We have the Kayla from Kayla's Corner. (laughs) From the field. From the field today. Kayla is part of the Amy Works team and she's out on the field. What are you working on today? Oh, man, I'm working on a lot today. We've got a lot of fun jobs going. When the season changes, you know, that's when business changes. So it's getting like, uh, it's getting cold. And so people are staying in a little bit more. And then they're realizing all the things they they wanted done that they didn't get done. And now it just seems like a good time to get it done. Ah, I see. So what are you working on today? uh, Well, today I was working on the schedule and getting our subs lined out for a job that's going to be a... Uh, renovation of a garage Mm. that will be a half garage, half uh, nail salon for one of our clients who wants to bring that working from home to a whole nother awesome level. Interesting. (laughs) So you're kind of doing an office day today. Yeah. Yeah. I did an office day because we just, like I said, we have so many jobs going that there's a lot of just making material, making sure material gets there, making sure the schedule's done and uh, sometimes you find those weeks where you get a chance to line a few extra things out, um, and we're finishing up a bunch of jobs too, so it was kind of a light uh, workload week. How is uh, getting materials turning out? Is it getting any better? You know, some of them are. I think, uh, you know, definitely just the most ready available stuff, you know, two-by-fours, two-by-six, all of that rough lumber is much easier to get. Okay. but anything that has a finish of a specialty, either color or texture to it, those are still a little bit harder to get. But is all it, the basic stuff are, are still good. Is it longer wait times or just they can't even guarantee what a new time will be? Well, I mean, they, they will tell you a, like a wait time, you know, like windows are 14 weeks out right now. Holy um, cow. 14? Yeah. yeah. 14 weeks. Uh, wow. And uh, there's a couple things you got to know about that. One is it's not all windows, right? But it is going to be the most popular of the windows, which most people, is, you know, like Marvin windows. So Marvin windows are going to be further out than, say, prime windows, mm. which is just a brand difference. But yeah, I mean, some things are just a little bit more difficult, but uh, they'll try to give you the best time frame they can. But then they'll also tell you things may change at the end of that time frame. Sure, <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> So you got something else special going on kind of on the side. So so tell us a little bit about that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so this is super cool. Seattle Community College is doing, uh, they do a couple different woodworking programs. There's woodworking and they say like level one and then level two. And then they also have woodworking for women, which is a separate entity of levels, meaning one, two, or three. But Hmm. uh, I am actually teaching Thursday nights from six to nine woodworking for women. I had my first class last week. How'd it uh, go? And that was that was super awesome. Actually, it went it went really really well. That was really fun. 
uh, I came in with like my tape measure in my really cool tape measure holder and then <laughs> my hammer, my hammer holder. And I, I came just all geared up because I thought I was going to meet everybody in a shop. And then I looked like I didn't belong because they said, oh, everybody's first class is in an auditorium where we talk and, uh-huh. you know, go over curriculum. And so I didn't look like I belonged and everybody actually <laughs> thought that was really funny. So that kind of worked to my benefit. <laughs> but yeah, no, I mean, everybody was super interested and, and all of the, the students, all the women in this class were uh, asking just so many great questions and so excited for this opportunity to work uh, with another woman in this industry. And I and think you, it just, they brought that comfort level to just a whole nother level. Mm-hmm. And your class yeah. is full, right? Yeah. I'm actually the only one who has a full class out of the other, uh, woodworking classes. Wow. Um, and I was, had to be given a TA to help with my workload. A teacher's assistant. So nice. Yeah. So yeah. how many, how many people is that then? So that's 20. 20. Yeah. That's cool. And did you write your own curriculum? Did they give you some framework? Uh, so it's a two part thing. You get to write your own when you because you have to come up with a project that each student gets to make. I see. So um, but they give you a base curriculum of what they would like each student to come out with knowledge wise. So, for example, uh. one of my checklist items was please teach each student to use how to use a bandsaw or a jigsaw, a table saw. And so I picked a project that. I felt like we could use each and every one of these tools and um, certain techniques they wanted. That is what led me to pick my project. And we're making a twisted shelf. Google it. It's pretty cool. Oh, it's really cool. Very cool. Yeah. Very, that, it's like an Escher kind of thing. Oh, neat. Yeah. Yeah. It, oh, so once a week, how long does it run? It is uh, 10 weeks. That's a nice long time. Mm-hmm. They could learn yeah. a lot mm-hmm. in that bit of time, mm-hmm. especially from you. You're a good teacher. Um, oh, no. <laughs> are you finding that there are different levels of um, competence out of the gate among your students? Or are they all kind yeah, of in the so same beginning? I would say probably maybe 85% of them said pretty much no experience mm. like whatsoever. One of the students said, I have a drill, but I've never used it. <laughs> wow. <And> I- <laughs> wow. So really some basic stuff going on. What? Yeah, but what's crazy is they asked so many questions. We got off topic. We were like on a twisted shelf. We were talking about it. And then we somehow got into how to do drywall and how to lay out studs for building a new wall. And I was like, whoa, whoa, nice. everybody, hang on. We got to back it up a little bit. We got to <laughs> learn how to use the drill first and then we can lay out some walls, you know. That's awesome. <laughs> but it was awesome. I was just so jazzed to be there. And then you know, they kept telling me, you have a lot of energy. And then I can't wait for next class. And I was like, man, me either. And I was like, let's get in there. And and then I was realizing we were still in the auditorium. So, cause I was ready to take part auditorium desks to show them stuff. To show them I realized pieces. that was inappropriate. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Well, I look forward to hearing more about your class as you go through the weeks and, and people are learning that kind of stuff. And, and you're teaching, you know, our potential employees coming on board. No kidding. Right, right on. Yes. Yeah. One of the students actually said they had heard about Amy works and they were just completely unaware that there was women in the trades out here doing their thing. And so um, I'm excited to see that kind of growth too. And maybe we'll get some people with some career changes because that's going to be so awesome. That would be great. And make sure uh, you should have required listening being to a certain podcast. You know, it's funny you say that because (laughs) part of my three hours for my first class was checking 
that each of them had it written down correctly on how to follow this podcast. <laughs> and then, That's awesome. That's wonderful. Well, good luck on your class. We might have to check back in or we might have to do a field trip. Oh, no, that would be yes. fun. It's like maybe that towards the, awesome. the end of your guys' project, we have a little round table there in the co- Oh, class. that would be fun. That'd that be, would be a so lot of fun. fun. Yeah. Like, that would be that'd great. Be like like oh December just like makes that. you wonder. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So <laughs> good. Stop it. Oh, uh, so good. <laughs> Thank you, Kayla. That was good. Thank you, Kayla. All right. All right. Thanks, guys. So you had uh, some questions. And I got answers one. to them. I got I got one question. Okay, I got what's one the question? question. Uh, an acquaintance has got a um, couple cracked tiles on their uh, bathroom floor. Mm. Now they're not in the position or have the desire to do a remodel right, right. now because the rest of it looks pretty good, mm-hmm. but they've got these cracked tiles, and it's like, well, what what can I do? Mm-hmm. There is a possibility that they can be replaced. And That's I, tricky, right? And, or, or not so? You know. Actually, it's not that bad. It's just detail-oriented kind of stuff, right? It's 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 you're gonna break out those two tiles that are cracked. Right? Would you start you with a, the grout around it? You can, okay, or not. You or you can just start at the crack, right? And you just with a chisel and a hammer, you just tap it and Bust you just it. start breaking it out. Now you don't want to go crazy because you know I know as she looks at me, don't right, go crazy. Don't go crazy. She said the word tap, tap <laughs> it out, tap. Right. So you tap all that out and you'll tap the the grout that's around the mm-hmm. that surrounds each of the tile as well. And then you'll want to clean that thin set up, that the the gluey stuff that actually holds the tile in mm, place. Right. So it's nice and smooth. And then you'll want to you can purchase some pre-mixed thin set adhesive, tile adhesive. Which isn't like a whole lot. Because I mean the other tricky thing of that is that it's always comes in gallons or powder. Right. It comes like a 25 pound bag or something like that. And and you're going to need like a cup. Right. So you can do whatever you want. However, (laughs) (laughs) my suggestion would be keep it simple and just get some pre-mixed stuff. A notched trowel is typically what what's used to put the the thin set on because it allows you to put the right amount on. So you look at the back and you read, it's like, okay, I'm doing a 12 by 12 tile. I need a quarter inch square notch trowel. So you put that on, get it in place, make sure it's level, let it set. Um, and then once it's set, give it, you know, 24 hours, don't walk on it or anything like that. And then you just, and then you grout it and you should be good to go. Now, the, the thing is, um, question that you may have is, is why did the crack happen in the first place? Mm. Um, did something get dropped on it? Um, okay. So that's not, it's most likely not repeatable. Hopefully. Right. Hopefully not. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, but sometimes you will start getting cracked tiles if the substrate that the tile is laid on, um, has some flex in it. Sure. So if they haven't used like that cement product, you know, the James Hardy, the Duroc, you know, those kind of things. Um, and they've just put it on like plywood, mm-hmm. right. Where you have flex, there's okay. a chance that you may have, uh, a reoccurrence of, the the cracking. Okay. Um, so that's a good just, thing to keep an eye out for if like is right. there a pattern of Right, right. Uh, yeah. Lots of cracking happening here. Right. right. Or if you have this line that kind of goes through the entire bathroom and follows, you know, something right. it's like, oh okay, you've got some floor issues there. Could so. tiles crack if the grout around them starts, you know, failing and getting chipped away? Not typically. Okay. Not typically. It's be some, unless it's unless be something you get bigger than that. Caught on it. Right, okay. You know, some some disturbance. Back to your uh, trial. Is there any other way we can do it besides buying one of those? 
Sure, you can take just a putty knife and 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 just put it on there, but you want to cover the entire back of the of the the tile. Tile, okay. Um, and the floor, or one or the other. One or the other. Okay. Um, the way that tile typically gets laid is it it gets spread onto the floor, and then the tile gets laid. Right. And when you the one or two that that you're replacing, if you put it down and then you pull it back up. And there's nothing on the back of that tile, then it's not there, adhesive. It, no, then there's something going on with your thin set thin or your set. adhesive, right? And why does it need to have you know the trowel like you, the notch trowel, leaves those paths, mm-hmm. little rows in it? What is that doing? What it's doing and, is it's it's delivering a specific amount of of thin set onto the floor. So if you've got uh, a twelve by twenty four inch tile. You want a certain volume or a certain amount of thin set applied to the floor so that that's going to hold that tile. Right. So that's why you've got the different sizes and different shapes. And it should be combed in one direction, mm. right? It shouldn't be this zigzag. You used to see where, you know, people would zigzag and all this kind of stuff. But what you want it combed in one direction so that when you place that tile down, there's no air that's getting trapped. So the air is able to escape oh, sure. from, okay. the, from the combed grooves. M- move it all there. the way down. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But why not just have a, f- a, a flat distribution of it, putting down like a quarter inch of mud or whatever? Is, is it for the air? So some you- of it, yeah, some of it's for the air. And some of it, it's like when you've got that quarter inch square yeah. and you push it down, it does flatten quite a bit. Okay. It's a lot easier to get a quarter inch distribution of the thin set with the trowel, right? And you're not having to think about it. You just scrape it along as opposed to trying to put a quarter inch with a flat trowel. You're going to be, you're going to have waves in it. You're it's, not, it's, it's a quarter inch here, but it's, you know, three eighths of an inch here. And so it does your measurement for you and you get real exactly. even distribution. Yep. Yep. I see. Okay. That makes a lot of sense. Okay. And then with the notches away, that's taking that volume up or down. Right. Okay, yep. that makes a lot of sense. Cool. So with knowing what it's trying to do, I'm just trying to think of something you could jigger on your own so that you didn't have to buy a trowel. They're not that expensive. Really? Yeah. But I'm just replacing one tile. They're like, okay, so maybe you could go to... Um, <gasps> library. Yeah, tool lending library. Tool if lending you have library. one in, in your community, you could go to um, like a second use Habitat for Humanity store. Okay. Um, reuse, those kind of places that, that will sell that kind of stuff. And literally they make like plastic putty knives that have the grooves on it oh. for that for like $2. Oh, okay. So All it's right. not, it's, yeah. You don't have to get you don't have to contractor get f- grade. No, 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 They've no. They've got no. options. Yep. Yeah, oh, that's awesome. Plastic handle and, you know, it's, it's going to rust and everything. But you're going to get your one use in. Super, super. Yep. Well, since we're on tools, you also said you had a nifty tool to share with us today. I got a couple. Okay. You know my obsession with, with toilets and, <laughs> and taking them out. Because it's hard. It, it is. is. It is hard and they're cumbersome and they're just, you know, doing it by yourself. And I think that the thing that, that you experienced that no homeowner would is that, you know, homeowner might in their lifetime have to deal with one, but you have to deal with them a disproportionate amount. Right, right. Because everything you do, you'll have to, even if you're not replacing the toilet, you'll probably take it out. 
Right. So that you can do the floor right. and the walls and mm-hmm. all that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. And it was that when I had this, I had this job where I was a, a crew lead for um, converting condos or converting apartments into condos. Mm-hmm. So we'd go and totally renovate it. And some of them had three bathrooms. So we had to pull, <laughs> I had to pull three toilets and I had to put three toilets in. That is a week. That's that's a lot. That's a lot of toilets. It's a lot of toilets. Right? And so, you know, it's like and I find that it's it's almost just as cumbersome to have somebody help you. Yes. As it is to do it yourself because, you know, you're working in a small bathroom and there's not enough room for both of you to be in there. And it's mm-hmm. like, okay, you grab this and I'm going to grab that and somebody tips it this way and then it flushes all over the place and it's like, jeez. <laughs> And nobody's in the right position exactly. to lift that it's kind like, of weight. Oh, jeez. Okay. So anyway, I've talked about the the toilet jack, which I thought was really cool. Which she was close to buying. Everyone. I was. Yes, I was. And for for the homeowner, right, that does it once or twice or whatever. I mean, it was expensive. It was like two hundred and sixty dollars. It's right. like you're not gonna you spend as that much on a toilet, right? Right. Spend another two hundred dollars and get the plumber to come in and do it, <laughs> right? And then you don't have to worry about it. So I saw this, and I was like, oh, my goodness, Alicia, check this out. <laughs> Another toilet solution. Yes. <laughs> and it is called Pick Up Sticks. All right. And it is a bar that's got these square rubber ends on it. And I'm assuming that it— It's like a curtain rod that it, it extends. Kind of, yeah, it extends comes in and out. out. So right. it, it sits up underneath the lip of the bowl. Sure. So— Kind of reminds me, you know what a shock absorber looks like? Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. It's it's kind of it kind of looks like a shock absorber, but it it slides and it expands up underneath the bowl, and it's a nice dia- uh, right diameter it's, you know, for it's like to yeah, grab, yeah, inch yeah. and a half or, or inch and a quarter, right, right, that you can grab onto it and lift the toilet up, and you know that's only I think what was it. Twelve or fifteen dollars. It's like, have you tried that? it yet? No, I haven't. Because I'll be fascinated to see how it works. Because you know we got to try it, right? If you're lifting from the bowl, you'll still need to figure out the weight, that heavy weight of the back, or is the back already off? Depends on how you take the toilet yeah. off, yeah, yeah. right? But it's, I mean, that's the thing is sometimes you can grab the back of the tank, and you're just nothing to grab. So, and like you say, a handle where you need it, especially if you don't have a seven foot you know, arm span right. to hug the toilet, right. you know, yep. get you something to pull. I'll mm-hmm. be excited to see that work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, I have to I'm do excited. a video of that and post that because that's, <laughs> that's a little piece of magic. Oh, yeah. yeah. Got another one. Okay. More plumbing. I love the plumbing, plumbing little, little tools. <laughs> They're always and stuff thinking. Like oh, yeah. Well, have you ever done a garbage disposal? Yes. Trying to fit that. I want a disposal jack. Right. Rather than a toilet jack. Yes. Yeah, a disposal yeah. jack. So, there is. It's not. A, it's not a jack. Right. This is called a doctor disposal. It's got this uh, piece of metal, an ups- a frown. I could say a smile. It looks like a smile, right? Yeah. It's a curved piece of metal with a chain in the middle of it. So you take uh, that and you put it on the inside of your garbage disposal, right? And then you've got a hold of the chain. You loop that, or you uh, thread the chain through your sinkhole. Yeah. You pull that up. And it pulls that it pulls your garbage disposal up, and then there's another piece of metal that's just a flat strap kind of thing that's got a slot in it. That chain will fit into that slot as that strap sits on the the, the sink itself. A the, firm strap, a like firm a metal strap, strap, like a piece of yeah, like a piece of steel that's got a notch in it. So almost the same chains. concept as the the toilet handle, 
and that it's creating a handle that that chain can sit on and, and keep that right. open position. Yeah, so you pull that up, slide that in there, and, and it holds that garbage disposal in there. That's, oh, I yes. like when people use their head for cool stuff like right? that. That was a nifty tool. Yes, because, oh, if you've ever, you have, and it's hard it's awful. Again, to you're just in an like, awkward position. You're, even if you had, again, it's another thing that two people can't get down and help. Right. And some disposals are kind of big. Oh, right. You, know, you get a half, you have half or, or horsepower or three quarter horsepower one. And it's like, oh my word. And right. you just, the leverage that you got to get. And then you go, oh. And you want it though to be able to swing and move as opposed to you could say, we'll just put it up on a block. I'm like, but then I can't do anything with it. Right. That is very cool. I know. And is That's that affordable thing too? Yeah, um, this was, oh, I think it was 10 bucks, maybe. Yeah. So uh, the thing that I like about both of those is that it rethinks where are you grabbing something? Where are you lifting something from? Mm-hmm. And if there's a ledge, if there's a lip of something, maybe think about going on the inside to lift it up mm-hmm. or to maneuver it rather than right. on the outside. Yeah. Very exactly. cool. Very cool. So we Thank were going to wrap up today with a little bit of remodeling advice. We talk about remodeling a lot. What do you have for us today? It was suggested that I cover what are you going to do with all the stuff in the room that you're having remodeled? Yes. Like, Big problem. Like um, if you're doing a basement remodel, I walk into a lot of basements and, and people are like, okay, we want to refinish this. And they've got 20 years of stuff sure. that is that is stored down there. And I'm not judging because you should see my garage. Right. Um, but it, we can't, we can't remodel um and 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 you as a as a diyer if you're doing it yourself you're going to get it done a whole heck of a lot faster if you're able to clear all that stuff out so you know that's one thing that you should be thinking about as you're planning it's like okay where are we going to put this stuff are we Mm going to are we going to box it all up are we going to put it in the living room now think about it your project's going to be going on for a while and it's like do you want to live with those boxes Right there next to the couch. Every day you're looking at those. Right, right. And what about if you need something? Mm-hmm. Right? So, um, you know, think about that. Think about organizing your stuff. And I'm not saying throw anything away, but, like, um, get get one of those. Might be a nice pods. opportunity. Right. You but- could take the, you, you take this opportunity to get rid of, you know, the tricycle that, that belongs to the 23-year-old that's now in college. Right. You might think, but... Um, you know, the, taking that time to, 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 okay, I need to logistically get this going and, and, um, you know, you want it done in three months, but you've got 20 years of stuff that you need. So, so think about that, um, as you're making your plans, you know, you're like your pre remodel, a list of things to do is like, okay, schedule even, right. What am I going to do? Right. Because if you rent a pod or, you know, storage container or something like that, it's like, how much is that going to cost? And add that on to the cost of your remodel. Yeah. I think that's a great idea. Like you say, even if you're doing it yourself, it's just faster if you don't have to be careful about keeping everything clean, you know, perfectly clean or protecting stuff. Mm-hmm. So as long if it's just out of there, it's the ideal. Mm-hmm. And I think right. you're more likely to, you're going to be more successful with your job, I think, if you're working in an area that is conducive to actually doing it as opposed right. to, you know, climbing over stuff or you're losing a tool or, you know, it's like, I don't even want to go down there and look at that because it, everything's in my way and I have to move it before I can, you know, frame that wall. Yeah. Um, so it's it's really, it's going to be a deterrent, I think. For success, do it. And a contractor will make you do it. 
right? Oh yeah. Likely. We're, we're, yeah, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna definitely tell you that everything has to be out of the way. And and we get you know asked it's like, well, can we put it in the center of the room? Uh, not likely. I mean, depending upon how much it is and what exactly we're doing, maybe. Yeah. Um, but it just makes a, a lot more sense to just take it out. Great ideas, great tools. Thank you. And take classes. I'm really yeah. excited about Kayla's class. Yeah. That'll be very cool. Check out your community colleges are are the thing. Oh, yes. They're they fantastic. Are. If you have any questions, if you have any nifty tools that you know of, if you have ideas on where to hide your stuff when you're doing a remodel. Or you want to tell us your horror stories, right? I know, Just, you know everybody oh, has them. Goodness, yeah. You should help us. Email us at askamy at amyworks.com. And if you're enjoying this podcast, please leave a review and or subscribe. Thank you, Tell your friends to subscribe. Tell all your friends to subscribe. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Amy. Thank you, Alicia. Makes me wonder. This podcast is sponsored by Amy Works, a residential remodeling contractor in Seattle. We want to help you realize the dream of your next kitchen, bath, or basement remodel. Check out some of our work on our website, amyworks.com. Give us a call at 206-478-2019 or send us an email at help at amyworks.com.